Hey, what's going on? This is DJ Sports back again with another episode. I'd like to welcome Nathan, Sia, Nilu, Faros for this special pod. Uh, we're going to talk NBA. And our, just a reminder, you can follow us on all of our social pages, DJ Sports Podcast, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and be sure to email us for any questions that we have, djsportspod at gmail.com. So usually we have a... <laughs> usually we have a little beer segment. Uh, but today we're going to do something different. We're going to have a chip segment. Uh, where it up. Each of us have a different type of chip. I'm assuming a different type of chip. Uh, where we're each gonna, We don't know. We don't know. So we're each going to uh, have some chips and then review it. So, uh, Nathan, why don't you start us off since you're the chip god? Right. Oh, 10 out of 10 chips. Chips a secret? It was. Well, to each other. told each other Everyone, the chips. The audience is finding out each other's chips with us. So, like, we don't know Nathan's chip. Yeah, but he that's will tell That's Ruffles, dude. Oh, we know it's Ruffles. Oh, we know it's Ruffles. It's gotta be the case. <laughs> <laughs> that's the number one. All right, these, the best these are chip. fire as fuck. They're like a ten out of ten. Extremely of 10. strong flavor. The thing about the Ruffles queso is that the seasoning on each chip is is pretty wild. There's a lot of it. Well, I mean, all Ruffles are like that, but like, how different are they from the cheddar onion ones? They're way different. There's, There's no onion. onion. It's like a very There's light no onion, cheesy. Dude. There's no onion, and it's a very like strong, sharp cheese taste. So much so that when you open the bag in a car, everyone will hate you. <laughs> I like that. Bells like cheese. Yeah, if you like cheese, spread. this is like the the chip for you. They're like super cheese. I got a new cheese. Oh, she likes like cheese. cheese. You like cheese? All right, you're like she cheese. Loves cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, I think it's worth mentioning that Nilu and Nathan have literally never met. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Nathan, I've seen a lot of you. Oh, that's great. Making history. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the entirety of Deputy Danbany Department. Way too much, Nathan. We can't talk about Deputy Dan here. I'm not going to get caught. This is HB Nate. This is HB Nate. I'll have to bleep that out. That's my other job. That's my third job, is being Deputy Dan. All right, all right, who's up? Uh, what, first, what chips? Oh. First, why don't you go next? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I, uh, in, I think this is very on brand, very casual oh, chip. Nice. You got the mission, oh, nice. one of these corn chips. What are you eating? No dip for them, though. No dip. Just <laughs> no dip. chip. Nah, dude, I've never been a sauce guy or anything. Bro, you're the raw. That's wild. That's wild. I mean, no, no, no. I bought them with salsa. But I finished the salsa and it doesn't matter. Like mm. it's mm. still good. Okay. I'll still I eat the you, I'll buy them and you eat them. No, no. your lips. I would say if I didn't have guests over, those would never ever be a chip that I bought. They're perfect for guests because nobody has anything wrong with them. Because they're good buy those salsa. salsa. You're good yeah. on your own, dude. Yeah, mm. I don't. I don't hate eating them by myself. Yeah, I'm not a chip guy overall. I'll dry your lips, though. <laughs> I, I actually. Got some water for that very reason. It's I knew not even. It's a different chips. kind of dry than that, dude. <laughs> yeah, water I mean, I'm not gonna be. Water I'm not gonna be munching on those throughout the podcast. <laughs> really, once this segment's over, I'm probably not gonna pull these out of the pantry. <laughs> Do you have a score for us? Ooh, um, did Nathan give a score? Oh, he's a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Um, I think it's a solid six out of ten. Okay, how about with salsa and without salsa? Ooh, with salsa, I'd go eight. Eight, okay. Still not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. 
Um, I'll go next. I have these Hawaiian chips, sweet Maui onion. Those um, are good. Pretty solid, you know, really sweet and salty, which is good. Yeah, they're like super salty though. After like a couple, I need yeah water. Pretty damn salty. Are they equally as sweet? Like a... Opinion on those chips because he knows chips. Like <laughs> no, dude, Nathan, <laughs> dude, Nathan knows yeah. chips. Like that's why we're doing a fucking chip, chip know, segment, dude. Oh wait, can we yeah. cuss on here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you're, you're this crazy. isn't this isn't terrestrial radio, right? Like, yeah. All right, go 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 go. Um. So yeah, these are really good. I recommend these. Uh, honestly, with anything, I'd give them a solid seven, seven out of ten. Um, needle, see you, please. What do you got? I always start. I always start. Um. We both okay. So it was like a two for four. Uh, Mother's Market. We got Boulder. Wait, don't say both. Canyon. They don't know mine. Yours is. Oh, you guys have different chips. Oh, two two different chips. Wow. They are cheddar sour cream flavored. They're like trying to copy those ruffles. That's why you asked. (laughs) I didn't even know I had these, but it's also made with avocado oil. I'm pretty Mm. sure it's like organic or some shit too. Probably healthy. Nice. Oh, really good. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten, nice. It's not that good. Hi. It's a C. I was, uh, so we got these chips for sandwiches yesterday, right? And I was looking for the same brand of chip as you had, Deb, except the 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 barbecue one. Mm, okay. Hawaiian barbecue mm, or whatever. Good chip. Those things are so good. I don't know good if you have them or... Purely for the sake of two for four, she grabbed me the barbecue, they didn't have a, they didn't have a, the barbecue boulder chip. Wait, what um, is the? Can I, can you get that into the shot a little bit? Hickory Boulder uh, Canyon, of course. Hickory barbecue, kettle style potato chips. Also, I'm reading <laughs> this reading this backwards because it's from my screen. So I just right. very impressive, very impressive. But um, not a bad uh barbecue chip. But the the crunch isn't doing it for me. It's too crunchy. Ooh. Yeah, Nathan, probably, what do you think about the crunch? It's oh, probably so why, because it's kettle cooked. Like those things could like they're so. What is kettle cooked? <laughs> <laughs> it's like those Mrs. Vicky's chips, you know? Like, yeah, they're like crunchy, crunchy folded. Thick also, ones. sometimes there's too many layers. Like yeah, that's what I said. The fold it's folded and thick. It's like yeah, it's folded way too many times. I don't want to be crunchy. And then when you like you bite hard. Yeah, and it cracks up and pierces your mouth. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> so overall, I give it like a five out of ten. <laughs> Damn, uh, a five? Uh, Damn, not a fan. So you just don't like them. I don't think he likes kettle style this, chips. This segment, I was never planning to open this bag again after last time. Wow. <laughs> <dude>. wow. <laughs> Nathan's like, but they're kettle cooked. <laughs> yeah, chips <laughs> are pretty good, but you gotta be careful when you do them. <laughs> I just broke through like seven layers. I mean, <laughs> they're pretty good with sandwiches because you have like, you know, an, a sauce. sandwich. It's pretty good with a sandwich, but it's really have... not like a like an eating chip. Mm. Yeah. It's not an eating chip. If it's not an eating chip, then what What <laughs> else do you have left, dude? <laughs> snorting. Snorting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. chips. <laughs> All right. I think yeah, you should definitely put a timestamp of like, yo, if you want to listen to basketball, just skip to like six <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But if you want to listen to some riveting chip reviews, yes, 
that was yeah, that was an incredible. Mm-hmm. Story. Just start at the beginning, obviously. <laughs> Go back and listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's how riveting it is. Uh, all right, any uh, thing last words on chips before we move on? To some um, have a good night. I'm gonna go study. Good luck. Bye, Bye, Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Nilo. Pathway. Appreciate it. Have a good night. You too. It's gonna be like right here. Oh, nice. You sure you have an idea? Me? <clears throat> oh, oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first I want to start off by comparing the Lakers and Clippers uh, offseason moves because, uh, you know, that's the two LA teams, like two of the biggest title contenders, in my opinion, in the West. Uh, even with the Clippers losing uh, a lot of pieces, the Lakers got Dennis Schroeder, Montrez, Harrell, Wesley Matthews, uh, and we signed Marcus Gasol. Clippers got Ibaka, Luke Kennard, and uh, Batum is looking to sign with the Clippers. So, Nathan, really? just after these moves, like, how do you feel about these LA teams so far? Lakers, number one by a pretty good margin, I think. I mean, <clears throat> at first when they traded Danny Green, it was kind of a lateral slash maybe even worse move for Schroeder because I think 3 and D guys are kind of harder to find. Um, but they did it because I knew and they knew Rondo was leaving. somewhere else. So Rondo's gone. Uh, so they replaced him with Schroeder, which is, which is good, probably even better. Uh, and then when they got Wesley Matthews was when I thought <clears throat> they really know what they're doing because they replaced Danny Green with Wesley Matthews. Cheaper contract, does the same things, shoots better, um, isn't injured. <clears throat> the Harold thing I thought was was good because Harold can't defend the paint. He, he's a terrible defender. Uh, he's really good offensively, and he's really good if he plays like 20 minutes. He's not good if he has to close out games. Doc Rivers like to close out games with him. I made a whole thread on Twitter during the Nuggets series about how Harold was just being exposed by freaking Mason Plumlee. Like, he was just getting destroyed in that playoff series. So Harold is a guy that has, like, clear flaws, and you can, like, hunt him in mismatches and make him look terrible in the playoffs. Like, you can play him off the floor. But when he signs with the Lakers, he's not playing that role. He's playing a different role. He's playing, like, backup, and he also gets Anthony Davis to cover for him and LeBron James to cover for him. Like, defensively, the Lakers are just built – perfectly to help mask all of Harold's weaknesses. So that signing was good, but especially good for the Lakers. If any other team got him, it would have been, it would have been all right. But on the flip side, I think the Clippers getting Ibaka is better than them keeping Harold. I think Ibaka works better for them than Harold. Ibaka slower. Ibaka's not as good on offense, but he can defend the paint better. Um, he doesn't move as well, but he moves uh, in the paint well enough to defend it, which is something Harold couldn't do. See, um, would you rather have Montrez or Ibaka if you have? In a va- I mean, if I'm the Lakers, I'd rather have Montrez. If I'm the Clippers, I'd rather have Ibaka. Like, it's one why, of those things where, like, <clears throat> why if you're the Lakers, would you rather have Montrez? If I was the Lakers, mm-hmm. like, I know that they have him. It's just that, like, I feel like Ibaka is a better all-around player. In that's true, almost every way. So, like, yeah, I, I, I get, I get <clears throat> the whole like Clippers didn't want him back and all that. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. So. Like yeah, I, so I mean, if the Lakers had a choice, like, I don't know. I, I like Ibaka. So, yeah, that, that's a good point, too, because like Ibaka could kind of fill that Dwight role, right? Where because Dwight left, so you're right. Like, I is a big body. Ibaka is like a better, like, overall fit. He is a better player, he shoots better. Yeah, he shoots better, he defends better. Like, what, what can he do better is the thing that they, I think he can't do better is the just pick and roll game itself. Because you know how we had like Harold and Lou Williams had that 
crazy pick and roll dynamic. I think what they're going for is that Schroeder, Harrell, six man, like bench unit type deal. So they want that to like be some, because the Lakers defense is really good already with like LeBron, AD and all that. So I think what they were trying to do was like juice up that offense, specifically the bench unit to get the Lou Williams, Harrell, like tandem thing. But yeah, you're right. I think Ibaka is better and like yeah. on him. But after the Schroeder deal, it's like, it, it makes sense to get Harrell. Like, and honestly, they might have wanted Ibaka over Harold, but they, Harold only signed for Ibaka money, you know? So yeah. that might be the case. I mean, but it works out for both parties. I so, yeah, it's still enough. But, I mean, I feel like if it was, if I had the choice, I would just be like, no, I want Ibaka. Yeah. And the, how much does, uh, they, they might be the same. How much does someone like Ibaka make compared to, like, how much do you have to sign someone like Ibaka for compared to, like, someone like Harold? Well, Harold took, like, uh, exception, right? Yeah, so Harold got nine million a year for two years. I think Ibaka got around the same amount. It's the mid-level exception, yeah. Oh, okay. oh Ibaka took the mid-level exception too. I think so. Yeah, I think that's all the Clippers had. But Lakers didn't have a grab. Yeah, he did. He Ibaka. signed for the same amount as Harold. So, so it is a mid-level two years, nineteen million, same amount as Harold. So it goes back to the point: the Lakers might have actually put Ibaka at number one on their wish list, but they ended up with he, because the Clippers didn't give Harold that money. They gave Ibaka that money. Do you think they just? pulled the trigger too fast because the the Ibaka thing happened after Harold. Yeah, it might have happened after Harold, but Harold was saying on that podcast earlier, like, oh, the Clippers didn't want me. So they might not have even offered like Harold anything, you know. And Ibaka might think the opposite. Wasn't he saying that they did want him? But uh, Harold? They didn't? Nah, maybe I misunderstood. Oh no, Harold's saying the Clippers didn't even offer him a contract. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. So so he went to Lakers. That's interesting. Um yeah I mean uh, <clears throat> So, do you think the Lakers are the favorites to repeat? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Nets are going to be cool, I guess. The Warriors got fucked. So, I think the Warriors would have honestly given them, like, a pretty good run because it's just, like, a completely different game than they play. Um, but right now, that's looking like it's not going to, like, start back up until next year. Unless Steph goes off, dude. He He might. No. Yeah, I was really hoping to see the Warriors come back and just see because I feel like now there's all these crazy teams that like mm-hmm. I feel like would rival them, but yeah. they were like they had a down year and now they were like going to come back and we we're going to be able to compare like okay like how good were they, but yeah, but now yeah. Clay's injured, so. keep it fresh on it's, your mind for next year. Another year, yeah, yeah, their their era's pretty much done, huh? Yeah, I mean it's it's also a testament to LeBron, man, like. Dude, he survived like the the Spurs dynasty, and then he's still lasting throughout the Warriors dynasty. And now it's him; like he's the Vegas odds favorite to repeat again. And he's like, they're something. Yeah. He's like, seen the whole war. He's seen decades of dynasty. <laughs> Dude, he's the favorite to win it all again. Yeah, and I mean, if you yeah, they had the Celtics dynasty. If you want to count that as like a dynasty, but they were like a tough yeah. team for for a couple yeah, of years. He wasn't even, but honestly, really in contention back then, right? Like. Well, uh, I mean, he got he got beat team. by them every year. They kept oh, okay. him. right, yeah, dude. That must have been a good feeling when he finally like, when he got past the Celtics. Yeah, like I feel like he was still in a place where he was like, okay, I'm not about to win a championship with this team, but fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where that meme came from, where he's like all yeah. angry. It's kind of like, like um, oh yeah, Game Six against Celtics. It's yeah, kind of like Game Six Celtics. Uh, the Jordan in the Jordan documentary, Last Dance, <clears> like Jordan against the Pistons. It was kind of like that, you know. I actually just finished that documentary like yesterday. Yeah. Good stuff. Good the stuff. This is the Jordan on. is like the Celtics to LeBron when he was early in his career. Mm-hmm. 
And then the Warriors in like the later of his career. And then he got over that too. Right. Yeah. I mean, they kind of just crumbled, right? Like, yeah. Well, I'm, and, and it's, it's all about like being durable and stuff, right? So I mean, LeBron Smart, like, the Lakers signings are all about like keeping a good team around him. So yeah, I think the favorite to repeat because they just made their roster even better than last year. And last year, like what teams could beat them, right? The Clippers is probably the closest. I mean, I guess the Heat, but the Lakers. I don't like the Clippers better. While everyone else kind of just like Clippers, and they just didn't get anywhere. Yeah, yeah I no, mean, that's why I can't say the Clippers are our favorites to win because the Lakers. Yeah, you can't expect anything from them now. They, yeah. Their credibility is shot, man. Yeah, yeah. I think the Lakers are going to repeat. I hope the Lakers do repeat. Because I want LeBron to get more rings. <laughs> so um, what about like? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dev. No, I was just gonna say like, uh, what do you guys think about Ty- Tyron Lue? Because it's kind of hard to gauge him as a coach. Because uh, there was that one year they went to the finals with the Cavs, but it was you know yeah. most LeBron, um, you know, leading that team. So it's kind of hard <laughs> for me to gauge Tyron Lue as a coach. If but do you guys have like a better idea of like how successful he's gonna be? I like Tyron Lue. I mean. The coaches in the regular season and playoffs are, are a lot different. Like you have guys like uh, Bud, great regular season coaches. They win like a lot of a lot of games. They know how to manage. Even D'Antoni, he like they know how to manage players in the regular season. They have a good system to win a lot of games throughout a long period of time. And then you have coaches like like Vogel, um, Carlisle, Spo. Like they know how to make game by game adjustments or like do counters to certain plays. Right, like. Spose trapping and whatnot against the Lakers, like in the high post to get the ball out of Anthony Davis's hands. Like those are like the micro adjustments that make a good coach. And I think Tyron Lue does that. Like he's, he's okay in the macro level, but he's willing to, to change shit up after it doesn't work the first time, which is something you need in my opinion. Cause a lot of NBA coaches are really stubborn. They wait until like game three or four before they do something. Mm-hmm. He does, so does that mean basically like in regular season, he's like, middle of the pack but then playoffs he's like that's where strengths are to well i don't even know if he's the like same team or i wouldn't even know if tyron lose like really good in, in the regular season or playoffs but i know he's willing to change which is like oh, okay a lot of coaches don't do like a lot of coaches don't like to change things up in the play so if he was better he is doing the things that a good coach would do basically yeah yeah i mean we don't know but he's he's got that he's showing some characteristics of it right <laughs> That's why, that's why I kind of like it. I'm like, you know, if, if this lineup's not working and you change it the next game, I'm like, at least you're open to changing things and switching it up, you know? Because Mike D'Antoni, like the Rockets' famous 28 missed threes in a row, they just kept shooting threes. And it's like, bro, you <laughs> 25 I mean, in a row. Statistically, thought that they would miss 28. Yeah, like statistically, yeah. they got going at some point. Man. Yeah, but but another off. coach like like Coach Kerr or or even Tyron Lue, they would have been like, "Fuck this, we're gonna put a new guy in, or we're gonna do something else, run a different play or something," you know. And it's like obviously, yeah, I wouldn't be warmed up with twenty eight prior threes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, you think at that point, just making them. It's so hard. Yeah, to believe. I mean, yeah, it's hard to believe that actually happened. Yeah. You would think Which, that would honestly yeah, become like a muscle memory thing at that point. They'd be like, "Okay, dude, I'm not shooting hard enough." Like, I shoot <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, they're at home. You're also too. seeing your friends miss, and you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Can I do <laughs> oh, now I gotta <laughs> go. Miss. Like, in front of millions. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you had a question before we talked about uh, Tyronn Luke. Um, yeah, I think I brought it up. You know, to be honest, I don't remember. And at this point, we'd be backtracking a little bit. But, okay, if it comes yeah. back, you just. Let's, All right, cool, yeah. Uh, um, but speaking oh, of... Oh, you know what? Okay, good. I, I do remember. <laughs> I was going to say, how would a team like Brooklyn now that, like, on paper, they're going to be really good, 
and I know we were talking about how Lakers are going to be the favorites. Like, is Brooklyn expected to do really well their first season together? Or, like, how – what do you guys think? Um, so, when you have someone like uh, Kevin Durant, who's arguably the best player in the league, and then Kyrie, <laughs> who's, like, top – Arguably, huh? Uh, I mean, I just – I mean, it's arguable. Just, you can argue it. I just – I just argue it. Argue it. Argue it. the best player in the league. I I, not. I, I could. You could, could argue that. At Katie's peak, at Durant's peak, I think it's either him or LeBron, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. at his peak, he he did win two finals MVP. I mean, obviously he's on the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. But Wait, like, see, are you saying he's not even the best? Honestly, you're saying he can't be the best. I'm saying he could. No, I'm saying is Sia is are, is that what you're saying? He cannot I be. I don't think that he is. I don't think he is even at his prime, close to prime LeBron. You know, I, I, if I may, uh, this is super out of character, but I think I saw that his efficiency rating has (laughs) jumped up a little ahead of LeBron in recent years. Yeah, no, if yeah, if you're comparing Uh, the the recent prime Kevin Durant versus the recent LeBron, it's a debatable thing for sure. Like if we're talking, if we're talking. If we're just taking Durant at his best versus LeBron today, like fine, LeBron's tired. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Like current sit current day, like But he's not Kevin Durant's not at his best current day. Well, yeah, I mean he's coming off an Achilles injury, but it's a full recovery. Like assuming he's healthy, even before though, before he tore his Achilles, like when he was playing, he was arguably better than LeBron when he was on the court. Arguably. <sighs> arguably, yeah. I, I don't know. So anyway, but like even if he was there. second best and then you have like Kyrie as well yeah. and like perhaps Harden <laughs> that is that something is that t- tangible or it's a bit, a bit of a bit of a spicy take there oh is um, that a spicy take oh I, I, I didn't know that see that's why I'm here you know? I think it's spicy now didn't think that's a spicy the hardest stocks are very low right now that's yeah cool. but before it was a possibility um, but it looks like the new GM of the Rockets he refuses to take any deals that he's forced into um, if he's not getting like a star player or a bunch of picks in return, he's not going to take it. So, so Harden might stay. So everything is pointing to Harden playing at least this year. Like he has two years Ooh. left on the contract. So the GM has had made a statement. He's like, I'm willing to get uncomfortable, bring them all to training camp. They're going to play. Um, so yeah, I, I think this year he's going to be playing there. Um, the Nets thing would have been cool, but the Nets offer was so shit. I looked at it and I was like, dude, I just can't believe this. Like, if they <laughs> the Nets proposed offer, it would be like the worst trade in NBA history. If they vetoed the Chris Paul trade, they would have to like banish the Nets <laughs> <laughs> trade. Dude. What were they For MVP? Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. Do you remember what, what the trade offering? was? Yeah, it was like Torian Prince, uh, Jarrett Culver, um, Karis Levert, and like three draft picks. I or heard something. that name. <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. If I've never heard of them, it probably wasn't like three yeah. dudes for like yeah. Harden. Probably doesn't. Have, like yeah. you can't even throw a guy that like like people kind of know, you know? Like, yeah, that's so like, a decent player. Shit, dudes. Like, I'd rather keep the fucking space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what they call the poo poo platter. <laughs> yeah, it's the poo poo platter deal for sure. It's like, oh, we're gonna make it look good because we put like four guys in here, but they're all like. <laughs> Yeah. If Um, I've learned anything from fantasy, it's that like two for one trade. Usually you're not winning though. Yeah, you always want the best player in the deal. Best player in the deal wins. Yeah. That's how it works. Um, so with Harden staying, 
Uh, Nathan, what expectations do you have for the Rockets this year? None. Mm-hmm. None. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, I, they're, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be a top four seed. Top uh, four. Top four. I, I think the only time they, ha- they didn't make a top four seed when Harden was on the Rockets was the year Mikhail got fired eight games into the year. It was like 2015 or something. Kevin McHale got fired eight games into the season. Um, that's the only time they didn't finish top four. Every single year since 2013, they finished top four. Um, I just don't see them not finishing top four. Harden is like one of the greatest regular season players of all time. Like in the regular season, this dude just, he shows up, gets like 40 points, wins the game, club, sleep, <laughs> up, same thing, wins the game again. Like playoffs <laughs> is different, but he's built for the regular season, dude. That guy is chunky. He never gets hurt. He's just like prime. Like, he's chunky. He's, he just can't get hurt, man. Yeah, that's so true. He, he's never gotten hurt, and he's, he did, not he's like a he, yeah. Never. He's not a particularly like athletic man either. He just kind of yeah. uh, he's pretty athletic. He's 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 a, his greatest trait. They've studied it is his deceleration speed. He is the best at slowing down in the league. Oh, you told me about this, dude, He's just good at Luka, stopping. Man. Yeah, stopping is switching. Luca, switching. Luca, yeah, yeah, Luka. just like Luca, exactly. Like they're he's not a very fast player, but he can accelerate and decelerate. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of a thick boy too, to be honest. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. those thick boys, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they can like push you off your space, knock you off balance, and they'll stay on balance. Yeah, because like, they got all these people going on behind. They got them. that yeah. center yeah. of gravity. Yeah. <laughs> they're both uh, they're both not the fastest players, but they're like the best at moving side to side. Like just, yeah, and they know how to use. They can dribble the ball really well. They're very skilled too. Like they they can shoot, they can dribble, they can pass. They're amazing passers. Uh, but yeah, Rockets top four seed, maybe pass the first round again. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be tough, man. I need to see what the coach does. They have a really good coach. Their coach is actually the former assistant for the Mavericks, uh, Stephen Silas. And he actually engineered that offense around Luca and everything. So there's there's hope that he can somehow make Westbrook work with them. I, I don't know. I don't have much. Wait, hope, Westbrook I, went from playing with Harden to playing with Luca. Westbrook to the Mavs? No, no, I'm talking about the Mavs coach went to the Rockets. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, so so sorry. now <clears throat> the hope is that they're gonna add some dimensions to their offense because the Mavs offense last year was literally the statistically best offense in NBA history in terms of how many points they scored. Like per minute or whatever. Their offensive rating was the highest ever. Uh, their defense was kind of shit, but the Rockets poached that guy, the mind behind their offense. So they're hoping that Harden run it back. Russ, stay one more year. Let's see if we can work it out. We traded Covington for Christian Wood, a more versatile offensive threat. But the defense is lacking, and I don't know. And you guys signed Boogie. Any, any I mean, thoughts that, on that? Big man coming off an Achilles injury and an ACL injury two years. That guy's like talking about and a quad pair injury. Like yeah. he never played for the yeah, last. Yeah, he's just all years. these leg injuries. Yeah, yeah. All these, yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. I don't expect anything. They signed him a non-guaranteed contract, so they could just cut him for free. If anything, things go back, which shows you like they really don't think anything's gonna happen either <laughs> with them. They kind of just. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, yeah, you're just happy to sign it, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah, 100%. It's so sad what happened to his career, man. He had like the big two with AD and they were supposed to go places. Mm-hmm. And now he's just like, he gets traded somewhere, gets hurt the moment he comes back, gets traded yeah. somewhere else, doesn't yeah. get a game, gets traded. Yeah, um, chasing the Warriors and all that. Can yeah. I ask Nathan a question real fast? <laughs> While we're on the Rockets, um, I feel like you I, – I don't remember exactly what your concrete opinion on this was, but do you think Westbrook is, like, pivotal to, like, the Rockets' success, assuming Harden is there? Yeah. I mean, if, if Harden is there, 
it, it really comes down to Westbrook. It always comes down to the second star for for a lot of teams, actually. Like, even when you look at, like, LeBron, it came down to AD playing his mind out, right? Uh, when it comes to Kawhi, it, it came down to Paul George breaking a three on the side of a backboard to send him home, you know? Uh, when it comes to Jokic, it came down to Jamal Murray, like, scoring 50 points and helping him out. So with Harden, yeah, I mean, I know he's going to play well, but it comes down to can Russell Westbrook not airball shots at the free throw line? Like, can he <laughs> – can he find a way to, to play offense and, like, be useful? Because the Lakers were straight up just giving him open shots, and he was, like, airballing shit. And oh, so, like, if he was playing optimally, yeah, he could if, be useful to the thing. Yeah, but he, 100%. The roster, but he won- okay, yeah, there, yeah, there's a way for him to be useful somehow. It's not going to be, like, optimal, but, like, they can, they can force something to happen. And that's the idea with them getting that coach from the Mavs. Like, they want to see if he can create some new, you know, schemes for the offense and, and make – Westbrook and Harden work because they don't think it can, but you know, this guy, as I said before, he was the mind behind the greatest offense ever statistically in the regular season. So they're hoping that he can bring some of that magic and, and make Russ work with Harden somehow. And there was in, in March where Russ, uh, he shot like the most, he actually had his most efficient scoring season ever, like in his career last year with the Rockets. It's because they went super small ball. They had Russ just drive in all his shots were in the paint. He had like, his highest field goal percentage of his career playing alongside Harden. But in the playoffs, you know, they took that away and they gave him open threes and he was just clanking them, airballing them. Oh, so like during the regular season, even this year, he did really well. It just, yeah, like he, was doing, he was doing well. Yeah. 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 So January, so they're, they're, January to March, he was by far the best player on the team because yeah, Harden was yeah. like slumping for a little bit. But mm-hmm. in the playoffs, yeah, he just looked really, really bad coming off. Also, he he had a – I think – was it a quad injury? I think it was a quad injury, too, before the playoffs started. He had a quad injury, so he missed the first four games of the playoffs. Um, I can tell he wasn't the same. Like, he, he was hurt. Uh, he also had COVID before, like, everything. <laughs> so he had COVID and a quad effects. injury. He definitely wasn't 100%. Um, that's why I think a lot of people are overlooking that as well. But he played through it, and he didn't look good. And, you know, they're so they're, – it's always going to suck when, when you get eliminated. People are going to be like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so speaking of the Rockets, their GM, Daryl Morey, uh, went to the Sixers after this um, season. I know we talked about Daryl Morey in the past um, and, like, you know, how people don't really focus on GMs, you know. But <clears throat> it, what makes Daryl Morey, like, so different compared to, like, your average GM? Yeah, I mean, I was talking to Pharaohs about this. Uh, like, he pretty much changed the game with the way uh, everyone plays and – the way that teams work now <clears throat> and the Rockets set the record for most threes made in a game, I think in 2013. Um, and they weren't good at shooting threes. They were average. They just shot like 55 threes and they, they end up making enough to break the record or tie the record. And I remember Mark Jackson on the Warriors, he was their coach. He told the players that uh, intentionally foul. So the Rockets couldn't shoot any more threes. So all they were free throws. So they couldn't break the record because Mark Jackson was like, you're not going to break the three-point record on us, you know? Like, it's not going to happen. Whoa. So that was, like, Daryl Morey's thing? <laughs> yeah, Daryl was- Morey, like, he, he pretty much made it. So he's like, yo, our philosophy is three is more than two. If you're not shooting a three-pointer, you're only yeah, shooting a two-pointer if it's a layup. If it's not a layup, you're not shooting it. You're just going to shoot a three instead. So he... <laughs> yeah, Analytics. Why, why shoot two when you can shoot three? How, exactly. how much further yeah. really is it? <laughs> Honestly, it's not that it much further. It's, it's simple math, really. But, uh, yeah, he changed the game. I mean, the way he he traded for Harden because he saw, like, advanced analytics pointed out Harden being a really good player. But even he admitted that he didn't think Harden would be an MVP. Um, 
he did a lot of he's he's always making trades and moves uh storing draft picks he likes to do this thing where he looks for market inefficiencies in the game um back then it was shooting three-pointers he thought people weren't shooting enough of them so he's like okay we need to shoot more like just get people to shoot threes uh, now everyone's caught up now you see the game is uh everyone's shooting threes and some people don't like that because it's kind of homogenized like people don't like seeing the same style of play um but was so, he was he uh, doing that before the like the warriors were yeah he was doing before he the warriors were. That- so okay. so the funny thing is the warriors even though like they're known for three-point shooting in the splash bros Warriors aren't constructed that way. They actually are constructed in a way where they shoot a lot of mid-range and a lot of layups. So their offense consists a lot of like back cuts and screens, off-ball actions, and just shots near the rim or at mid-range. Only Curry and Clay shoot threes. If you actually go back and look at all the stats of their players, Curry and Clay are like the only good three-point shooters. Everyone else is like subpar to bad. Like they're, they're actually good at shooting threes. So it's very interesting because the Warriors are known for that. But as a team, like, that's not their philosophy at all. And, and it's funny because if you go, like, to Warriors Twitter and, and Warriors fans, they want Curry and, and the team to shoot more threes. Like, they want that to happen. Yeah. They think there's too many cute off-ball actions. And it's funny because Rockets Twitter is the opposite. They're like, dude, we shoot too many threes. Like, <laughs> up, like get a mid-range shot. So it's funny because, like, they're both extremes, right? And then, like, the Curry, like, how Sia was saying he wants to see Curry go off. Every Warriors fan wants to see Curry just, like, go hard and then just shoot 30 shots a game. They want to see it. They just want to see, like, what it will look like. He could but average, Kerr, like 40, 40 points a game this year. <laughs> no, but the like, thing, Kerr and their whole philosophy is, like, oh, strength and numbers, like, team game, pass around and stuff. And then, like, <laughs> Warriors' whole thing is, like, no, nah, fuck yeah. that. Just shoot a bunch of threes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> this year, Steph might have to carry the entire offense. Yeah, so yeah. That should be- I mean, what's up? who else do they have? Oh, go ahead, too. Oh, they, they drafted Wiseman. They picked up Kelly Oubre. That guy's going to be dope. Andrew Wiggins. And they already had Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Kelly Oubre is going to just look real yeah. nice. That's that's yeah. going to be pretty cool. <laughs> they got that dude. In the so- sense that he's a good-looking guy or like? He's yeah. a very good-looking guy. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> his, his play looks okay. <laughs> Space, though. He's, he's solid. Um, like, He actually looked really good on the Suns, in my opinion. I think he'll fit in. Well. Um. They got that Italian dude, Nico, right? Nico Melli? Something like that. Did they not get him? The the redhead white dude? The redhead guy. Yeah, they got him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy's pretty good. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. So like, what are they trying to do right now? Like, what's their he's play? A, he's a typical Warriors player. Like, the smart, high IQ, good guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude. He's um, going gonna to fill in the, the bench role. Ferris, to answer your question, uh, I think they're going to be like a borderline playoff team. You know, their lineup with Steph, Andrew Wiggins, Oubre, Draymond Green, Wiseman, like that's a pretty solid starting five. I think if Steph has a good year, and I think they can make the playoffs. Like, I think if they make the playoffs for sure, right? I don't know. What do you I think? think so? I think they'll be a playoff team. West, West is pretty tough, though. I mean, we'll see, but I feel like a lot of teams are either like, you know, the Blazers got a lot better. Um, Jazz are going to be there, you know, have the Nuggets. So it should be true. The Nuggets are going to be nice. The Suns got a lot better too. I, I like that CP3 trade a lot. Yeah, I miss CP3. <laughs> Dude, I really want no, the Rockets. Yeah. What was that, Steve? I really feel like James Wiseman's gonna like, like I think he's gonna hit the 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 ground running. Yeah, I, I he has just everything to to be good, right? Like it's kind of hard to imagine him being bad. He's a seven-one, uh, like yeah. center that moves very like 
swiftly fast. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he doesn't have to be amazing for the Warriors. He just mm-hmm. has to be like, you know, solid, which I, which I think, yeah. He's, he was probably the most NBA ready guy out of like the top five to 10. Pretty much. Yeah. When was he drafted? Like perfectly, but like, that's uh, how you want to judge a big guy, right? I think the Warriors had the third pick, second pick. It was oh, second pick. Was second, it was second. Oh, Lamelo, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. No, I thought it was it was Ed, Anthony Edwards, then Wiseman, then Lamelo. Wiseman and yes. Lamelo. Lamelo was third to Charlotte. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's how you judge big men. I think is is how they move, and and he moves really well. Because really well, man. Like, yeah, he's fluid. Like other big men are like kind of like, mm-hmm. like or very not smooth so yeah so, yeah like have you been uh had play they'd be fucking crazy yeah that's unfortunate see so, yeah, have you been keeping up with the the sixers offseason moves by chance not at all so they basketball i only heard that like like i do every year that they don't want to split up Joel and beat and Ben. <laughs> yeah i mean that's that i think i mean i would consider trade for harden but yeah as of right now they don't want to that's the ideal thing. That's the best package Houston could get. But I heard their owner, Tillman Fertitta, that douche nozzle, doesn't <laughs> want to trade him. Because Daryl Morey, effectively, he resigned because he didn't want to work for Tillman anymore. It's not stated directly, but it's pretty much stated. When he, when he resigned, he said, oh, I'm going to take a break, you know, be with my family. And like a month later, signs up to be the president of basketball operations for Philadelphia. All right, that was a solid break. And, then, and, immediately, and he immediately oh leaks out that he wants Harden. So it's more of like, a, by the way, I'm out, but I want Harden. Yeah, dude, he's pretty, he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Like he wants yeah. that team here. Yeah, the the Rockets owner is a douche too. So he's not going to take that deal, even though he should if it was offered. But Wait, just out of spite. Maybe quick question. Out of spite, yeah. Is it true that um, they signed Westbrook because of Tillman Fertitta's son? Dude, 100%. Because if you look at it, as we stated before, Daryl Morey is all about this analytical approach, right? Westbrook is the antithesis of that. Like, he is not the Daryl Morey type player. Daryl Morey type player is like Danny Green. Doesn't do a lot of things in the stat sheet that you see. It's like all advanced. And like, impact plays that you can't really see on, like, points, rebounds, assists. It's, like, deeper stuff, you know? A lot of wait, things- wait, wait. Can you can you go back and what what exactly happened? What is the so, what, what question then? What happened? Tillman for why they got Westbrook at all? Yeah, Tillman for Tennessee allegedly told the owner, "Hey, Dad, I want Russell Westbrook on our team," and then the, and the owner <laughs> told Daryl yeah. Morey, "Make it happen." There's, just there's, simply, just because he likes him, or because he wanted him. There's there's basis for it too, though, because. Every single article that Fertitta or like interview that he does when they ask him about his moves and whatnot, he always mentions Patrick Fertitta as a basketball decision maker. Why are you mentioning your son as a basketball decision maker when there are like people getting paid millions to do these? Decisions, yeah. You know, and it's like the first name he mentions too. So yeah, there's there's like basis for that claim. And Daryl Morey's not the type of guy to trade for Russell Westbrook, you know? And I feel like Russ is kind of like the opposite of the type of player he would want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then all the moves he made in Philadelphia are, are opposite of what he would have done, like opposite of that Westbrook trade. You got Danny Green. Uh, who else? He, he traded uh, Josh Richardson for Steph Curry. Like He just immediately undid all of those shitty moves that Sixers did and made them better. Yeah. <laughs> and got- fit you know it, like oh we need shooting on this team so we got more shooting but the Westbrook trade was like oh we're gonna trade this guy that fits well with Harden for a guy that doesn't fit well and force 
fit. Like that's not what he does. And obviously you see all the moves in, in Philadelphia is he's doing what he wants to do now that he doesn't have a fucking shitty owner above his head. So yeah, they got rid of that awful uh, Al Horford contract. You know, they gave Amazing. up a, a 2025 first rounder, but that's basically Worth. like a seventh grader uh, right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so like, where do you guys, <laughs> where do you guys, after all these moves, where do you guys see the Sixers like in the East uh, standing wise? They're going to be good if, if they're healthy. They always are, right? As long as you have like those two guys, you know, they, sh- they should be in the upper half. I feel like they always underperform. I just, I know that they're great players, but they're just, they're never, yeah. they're, they're just the Sixers, man. They're, Why they're, is, it, <laughs> is, it, is, there, is their coach good? But, but last, last year, uh, was above my pay grade. The whole playoff series, like their second best player. So they just got Doc Rivers, actually. Um, they fired oh, Brett Brown. There. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that was a good move. Um, he's you know, he has his uh, faults as we saw yeah. on the Clippers, but I think he could be like a good uh, good veteran presence for Joel and Ben. Um, and one thing that he is good at is like build like kind of bringing uh, the team together. So I think he could bring the young guys together and just kind of you know just play good basketball because they have a pretty good roster. Um, and the East is very top heavy in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be really good. If, if you go way back to before, not even way back, maybe like two two years ago, when they uh, lost to the Kawhi buzzer beater. You guys remember that crazy-ass buzzer beater that bounced like five? Oh, yeah, the the Renaissance painting Dude, shot. The, the, the Sixers were a really good – they had Jimmy Butler on that team with – Yeah, dude. And Simmons. They were freaking good that year. And if it weren't for that Hail Mary bounce, I'm going to say that they definitely would have – given the Warriors, like, just as big of a fight or maybe even better than what the Raptors did. Like, they were right there for the title that year. And then Jimmy Butler was like, get me the fuck out of here, and he left. And, and then it all collapsed after that. Yeah, Jimmy knew. Or is good enough. Like, and beating Simmons, that, that got them to, like, that point. So. Also, I think it's pretty cool that Jimmy Butler, straight up, up until, like, this year, everyone was saying, like, okay, he's like – he can't find a team that he works well with. Like, oh, he's got personality issues and everything. He goes to Miami, takes him to the finals that year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of those people. But yeah. Oh, definitely help. Tyler Hero, man. Tyler Hero took him to that finals. Tyler Hero. I mean, <laughs> I mean dude, see, basketball see us. Tyler Hero. <laughs> like, I mean, you look at that Wolves team. Uh, the only time they made the playoffs in like the last 15 years was when Jimmy was on that team. Jimmy Butler, right? Yep. And, and they're definitely like not going to be competitive this year. He was season. pissed off because Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins were too busy streaming on Twitch instead of <laughs> Relatable, <Pissed> right? <laughs> it's like my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Towns is in a series about it. Jimmy Butler like lives and breathes basketball, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Towns just happens to be a top. He just. 50 person at the profession in the world, but he wants to just play video games. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just born this way. Happens to be pretty he's just good. born 7'2". Like, Moves like, smoothly. Right. That reminds me of Andrew Bynum. If you guys remember the old Lakers center, like he just uh, yeah. wanted to be a, an en- a computer engineer, but he just happened to be seven feet tall also. So he, yeah. his, ba- yeah. his backup was an NBA player. <laughs> NBA a champ- NBA champion. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, fine. Uh, so why don't we keep talking about the East? Uh, the Bucks traded Bledsoe and George Hill for Drew Holiday. Um, yeah, just I that, I think that makes the team better. What do you guys think about getting Drew to the Milwaukee? 
I like it. Um, it adds a certain element that I feel like Milwaukee, although it's only been a couple of years that they've been running what they're running and kind of like falling short, their their style seems old, you know. And so I like Drew Holiday. He can kind of make plays for himself. It's not Giannis drives kicks out. Yeah, right. Know, it's not, it's not essentially. A, yeah, it's not. Yeah, you don't. You you can't just build a wall on him anymore. I mean, yeah. it'd be a little twenty-one man, and it's just Drew Holiday. But I like it. I like it. I think it's a good move. Yeah, I think the Bucks. They're they're that's you pretty much describe their whole offense like Giannis drive in and then find an open guy. Open guy, please hit the shot. Like that's that's all they do. I mean, it, they're even adapting to the shoot a fuck ton of threes philosophy. Even mm-hmm. best player only dunks. You know. They're like, oh, this guy can only dunk. All right, let's get him to only dunk. And if everyone stops that, you know, we'll suck him away. With less than three. <laughs> yeah. Less than three. <laughs> it all comes back to shooting a bunch of threes, man. But uh, <laughs> their their coach is bad, dude. I, I think Drew Holiday is a great addition, but their coach is so bad that I, I don't trust him at all. Like, he's, he's a mean man, dude. Yeah. You feel like if they have another – mean man? Oh, no. He's mean. He, he refuses to play Giannis in the playoffs. Like, it, it makes no sense. He refuses to play Giannis? <laughs> Dude, it sounds wild, right? He legitimately refused to play him in the playoffs, bro. No, he, he has, like, a very strict, like, minutes limit thing where, like, he kind of treats it like the regular season where, like, oh, you know, you're only going to play, like, 30, 32 games. Or 32 yeah. games a game. Even yeah. if it's the playoffs. But what if the rest of the guys suck? And Giannis, Dude, they do, do suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. And Giannis still got hurt. He still got hurt. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just looking at the playoffs per game minute numbers right now as we speak. So Giannis, dude, he played 30.8 minutes per game in the playoffs. 30.8. So it's not even – so people talk about how, like, Giannis is, like, overrated at this point. Like, it's not even his fault. He's not getting the minutes he needs to win these games. A lot of the overrated things is usually not the player's fault. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) <laughs> and for reference, Giannis playing 30.8 minutes per game in the playoffs. If we compare it to like 500 year old LeBron James, who played triple. No, like he played 36, but I mean, all right. 36.3, dude. There's six more minutes per game. Like Giannis. Wait, and LeBron only plays 36.3 minutes? Yeah, LeBron's playing 36.3 minutes per game in the playoffs. That is so surprising. I thought I he was playing way more. He was playing like 40 plus. Yeah, no, he played 42 minutes last year. He played 42 minutes a game last year because he had to, right? So that's Mm -hmm. like if your other players are so bad, you need to be playing 42 minutes a game. Giannis's other players are bad, but he's playing a whole quarter less than LeBron did. Oh my god! So you're missing out on a whole quarter. Like imagine just Giannis just sitting a whole quarter of basketball. That's what's happening right now. I'd like to see those stats. Like when he's benched, how what? Yeah, like what's the deficit growth? It's evil. All the any Bucks <laughs> listening or any any Giannis fans, they, it's evil numbers. You don't know? look at it. How does this coach still have his job, dude? That's what people are asking. <laughs> so we can assume if, uh, if they the must agree. A, <laughs> if if the Bucks have another early playoff exit, like Eastern Conference Finals or before, like you have to assume he's gonna be fired, right? Well, yeah, you know why? Because Giannis is gone. If that Giannis is going to leave, (laughs) they should fire him, and Giannis will leave. I think Giannis (laughs) should leave regardless. No, and Giannis, he's such a nice guy too. Every time they ask him about this stuff, he's like, "Oh, I just, I'll just do what coach 
just tells me, you know, oh, like coach knows best. I'm just gonna listen to coach and stuff. And it's like, yeah. dude, oh, he's such a nice guy. Like, like, what, what a fucking pure play spirit. You. <laughs> what a right pure now. Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a game in the Magic series. Like they were down like eight or nine points in the first quarter, and it was like halfway through the first quarter. And the coach subs him out, and I'm I'm watching this game like, oh my god, he's still. <laughs> it's the playoffs, and they're losing this game, oh and he's god. pulling him out. I I instantly put a live bet on the Magic to win the game with my housemate. <laughs> we won the bet, of course, because the coach didn't adjust at all. It's like, dude, yeah, he's a terrible playoff coach, but he's a good like regular season coach. But you because uh, think about ahead. the stock of Giannis going to the Warriors. Like, how much do you believe that? It can't happen anymore with, with How can all the other stuff that's happened. But before the great stuff, they, they probably could have made it made it fit somehow, but it was already a slim chance. But before the what stuff? With, okay. Before they got Ubre, before they got like uh, okay. all these other guys, there was a small, small chance that they could kind of make the numbers work if they really wanted to. It was already a slim chance. It all it all fucked everything up. Uh, who do you guys so think where would gonna... mm-hmm. go ahead first? I was gonna say, so where would Giannis go if he, he were to like? Where like, would you like to see him? I hate doing this because I feel bad. Like Milwaukee is a small market, you know. Don't like, you say the Lakers, dude? No, I'm not gonna say the Lakers because okay, I, I, that's not gonna be entertaining to be honest. At that know. point, what what would be the point? Of, yeah, like, <laughs> it's essentially the, the Kevin Durant Warriors. <laughs> yeah, like I I'm not gonna be that guy who's like talking shit about the Kevin Durant Warriors and then the Lakers just turn into that. I feel like yeah, and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's weak. And then you're like, by the way, Giannis, come here. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Sia? I feel like it'd be worse than the Kevin Durant Warriors. Like, if, yeah, at this point, they're almost already the yeah, Kevin yeah. Durant Warriors. AD, LeBron, and Giannis. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because AD and Giannis are like, what? How old are they? Uh, Giannis is like 20, 20, 27, 28, right? Yeah, yeah Anthony Davis just turned 27. Uh, yeah, Giannis is, Giannis is younger than AD for sure. Yeah, yeah. Giannis yeah is I agree with you. It, it would be worse. Giannis is 25. He's got to be 26. Uh, in, in 27 and 25. So they haven't even really hit their Oh, prime. hey, Giannis' birthday is coming up. Yeah, next week, actually. <laughs> 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 uh, AD's is in March. He's going to be 28 in March. Um, so, yeah. I mean, to ask the question, though, like an interesting team for Giannis, would be like Miami, in my opinion, or even like a sneaky oh, team, like, like Atlanta. That would be pretty interesting too. Think Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, I'm gonna throw one out. I'm gonna say the Mavericks. Mm. <clears throat> that would be weird. That would be fun. Luka and Giannis, just two two international stars, just bringing the game together. Bing, bam, boom. Obviously, obviously, bing, bam, boom. <laughs> you got you super hyper athletic freak gifted with everything, Giannis, and then you got the pudgy, slow white. <laughs> Making it happen through his just mechanics, dream. man. <laughs> mechanics, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, I really like the Heat, for Giannis, just because there, there's like star or whatever. Jimmy doesn't even want the ball. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's Dude, so that's fun. why the Heat are so fun to watch, man. Literally yeah. anyone can make the play. Yeah, it's like Another the kind of. <laughs> Damn, Ferris, you got like two fly things over there. Oh, uh, yeah. Or I think that's the, oh, no, that, that's oh, like no, your that's fan. My, that's <laughs> I was like, what are those? I was like, no, no. It's just like, wait. I'm like, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you guys had to rank um, the Bucks, Celtics, and the Raptors in the East, where would you put these teams? 
as is. I'm not big. Can I can I start, and then you 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 tell me. Yeah. You guys tell me the faults of this logic. No nah, man, there's I no faults. Like, we don't know. I feel like, and I'm not gonna have much reasoning behind these things. So if you guys tell me. Turn them right, out, dude. Turn them out. Celtics number one. Okay. Then the Raptors. Then the Bucks. Celtics because they have Jason Tatum. That's that's it. <laughs> oh me. yeah, baby. That's, that's a valid reason. That's true. That's true, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can't uh, say you're wrong. <laughs> I feel like Raptors. I don't know what it is about them, but it doesn't matter who's on that team. Like Kawhi left, they're still so consistent. Like they do pretty yeah. damn well in the playoffs. Yeah. And I mean the Bucks. I yeah. feel like if they were to have done like something amazing, it would be like right now, and they haven't been able to. Mm. So I feel like it's not going to get better for them yeah. next season. I think mm. last year was their year. <clears throat> I mean, last year? yeah. We I, went I over mean, too. They had the evil coach. I really like Yeah, it. that's the thing. <laughs> After that conversation, I can't put them number one. <laughs> I swear to God, that conversation had so much to do with you putting them third. Though. It's recency bias. <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> even. I feel like they would have been like, if not one, two. Oh, yeah, you know, I know the Bucks. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They made it pretty far, but they're evil now. I didn't yeah. know that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Deb. Oh, uh, no, but Sia, if you had to rank those three teams, where would you put them? I still put the Bucks because you, if you have Giannis, I don't know. Like, the Celtics are nice. They're a pretty deep team. But they kind of – they remind me of the Bucks in the sense that, like, they always, like – they surprise me a lot of times. But I guess they don't remind me of the Bucks at all. But the Bucks surprise you by letting you down. Yeah, the Celtics are cool. Like Marcus Smart is really dope. I really like him as a player, even though he's kind of like a dick sometimes. But Jason <laughs> perfect player to have on your team. Jason Tatum's coming up to like superstardom, and like so overall, the team is looking nice. But you have Giannis, and he's still young. Like he's he may be two time MVP, but. He's he's twenty six year old Giannis, you know, like he he has room to grow. Twenty five. Well, I mean, so he's we, about to be twenty six. You, know, <laughs> you start saying you're twenty six if you're twenty five in like eight months, you know, like you don't even. <laughs> um, and I mean, he is regardless. He's reigning MVP. He's he's a fucking monster. I just I hope they can figure something out, but I'd still put him first. I feel like if anything, the only time that would even be a question is in playoffs. Anyway. Um, yeah. I'm not that hyped on the Raptors. I do like, like, yeah, I know they went like second, and they like. I think it was a really good year for them, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see them doing that again. I guess they're third for me. So it was Bucks, Celtics, Raptors for me. Okay, interesting. Uh, the Raptors, they just they signed Van Fleet, uh, Aaron Baines, and then Malachi Flynn was their draft pick. So not too much, and they lost Ibaka too. So they lost Ibaka. They paid them Van. Van Damn. Oh, yeah, he got a and fat he, deal, like 90 he, million or something, right? Yeah. yeah I'm glad. That guy went undrafted, right? Yeah. 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 There's like a clip <clears throat> of him like at his draft party, and he just got no news. And he's like, all right, well, <laughs> thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> Dude, probably how LiAngelo Ball felt. Except he oh. never got the redemption arc. Yeah, he never got the redemption. <laughs> he's not going to pay. Oh, man. Um, so before we wrap things up, uh, I'm just just want you guys to just give your finals predictions and your who's your MVP prediction. Uh, anybody can start. 
You guys have something in mind? I think I should go last. Final predictions are so early. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Lakers make the finals. Uh, they're they're built for it. They got better. Their coach is good. Um, a lot of their competition didn't get, get that much better. So Lakers in the finals. <clears throat> and even though I said Bucks were my rank first, if I factor in playoffs, like you know, I agree with his ranking in the regular season, but in the playoffs, I gotta I gotta bump it down. I gotta put the Celtics over the Bucks. And I'm actually gonna say the Celtics are gonna see them in the finals, Lakers Celtics finals. Oh, MVP. MVP the regular season or finals MVP the regular season. Regular, regular. It's Luka Doncic, man. He's gonna get it. Luka Doncic. Can't, can't argue with that. He, it's just perfect because Giannis won two years in a row. It's also political, right? Giannis won two years in a row. They're getting kind of tired. Luka's the new shiny toy. He, his team got a lot better this offseason. Uh, and he, he's just getting better every year. Last year, he was already like top five MVP, and he's going to be MVP this year because their team got better. He's going to shoot them to new heights, and they're going to be like, oh, my God, it's the new guy we can get MVP, not Giannis again. And right. Um, Sia, do you have a thing, or should I go? Yeah, uh, let me know if you want to go ahead. I have mine. Okay, yeah, please. Okay, right, cool. Um, <laughs> I, I think the Lakers are going to be in the, the finals. Um, on the other side, I could see it being Celtics, and I guess I can't really see who else it would be. So right. maybe the Clippers. Like, but, could you see the Bucks, even though they you picked them? Like, I don't know why I can't see yeah. the Bucks. No, you know what? Honestly, man, <laughs> I Celtics number one, dude. Dude, oh, I could, I could. they got the dude, evil. Give me your man. vote to evil, dude. Right? Is <laughs> Lakers fighting for good? Like, <laughs> It's gonna be Lakers again. I don't. I don't. I don't see the Celtics beating yeah. the Lakers. I think. I think Lakers is, would be pretty unanimous. Like I think most people would say right. they're coming yeah. back. Vegas is saying it. Everyone's saying it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. but my MVP, if I'm a hot take for just a moment, don't you freaking say something like Trey Young? Mm-hmm. No. gonna be Tyler Hero. Oh. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, dude. I think nice. that that's. A, I like that one. He, he is owed some dues. Mm. I think I like Damian Lillard. I like, I like him. You know, they're top, like top three seed. He's averaging like thirty-five and six and seven. You know, it's possible. Thirty-five. You think he's gonna average thirty-four? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, he, no, if he's gonna he win MVP, he is averaging thirty-five. If he's gonna win MVP, course. he's gonna do. Bro, <laughs> if he's gonna win, he's the last person to average thirty-five points. It's like Kobe. <laughs> no, did Harden average like thirty-five almost? Harden was like 32, 33. That guy's a bum. He's man. He really is not a Rockets fan anymore. <laughs> he was always a Daryl Harding fan. fan. I, I was gonna say actually, we didn't even uh you know say the Sixers in those power rankings. The Sixers are a dark horse, you know, if they're healthy and everything. They can I'm also either just help the Raptors. I Sixers, I wanted to put them in there, but I just feel like those well, I mean they could be top three contention, but I think those three teams are better than Sixers as of right now, in my opinion. Maybe. Because what if Joel's hurt? You know, that's, that's a big thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It all depends on health, right? Like, when they're healthy, they're freaking good. Like, they're What if Ben Simmons tries to shoot? <laughs> dude, but that's the thing. He doesn't. If I may ask a general question real fast. Yeah. On the topic of someone like Ben Simmons, what it, can he not shoot? Is he... Cannot shoot. So why... 
at when you're at NBA level, Dev, I want your opinion more on this because I feel like I know Nathan's to a certain degree and then you guys can kind of bounce off each other. Why doesn't someone like Ben Simmons just learn how to shoot? Well, it's just kind yeah, of you too. Like, you too. No, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's great at like, you know, passing the ball, great driving <clears> in the lane. And like he just I feel like ever since he came into the NBA, he's just been losing confidence uh, every single year in his jump shot. You know, like you, you have people like sagging off of you, like five feet or whatever, letting you like make letting you shoot the ball. It gets in your head. And like, I'm yeah. sure he sees like social media, like everyone roasting him constantly. Like this dude can't shoot the basketball. Like, so I think a lot of it is mental. For sure. Delete Twitter and get in the gym, <laughs> dude. Like, what are you- yeah. Oh yeah. The classic <laughs> delete Twitter. Get in the gym. <laughs> yeah. So that's what Jimmy Butler told Carl Anthony Towns. Do <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, but also, like, you know, the Sixers have had a pretty solid roster. So they've been winning games and been pretty successful without Ben Simmons shooting the ball. So they he kind of didn't have to because he was so good at, like, facilitating running an offense. And you have Joel on the Embiid, so, you know, try to get him the ball as much as possible. Um, but, yeah, that's why they've been surrounding shooters around him. Seth Curry, um, if, if it works, if it works, then, it, you know, it works. But, yeah, I mean, I agree. If you could add a jump shot to his game, you know, the Sixers – <clears throat> like yeah. ceiling would, would be, be they would be really nice yeah. I think you, you just nailed seemed... it though Dev when, when Dev said like oh they, they've been just getting by like imagine if you had food delivered to you like every day would you ever really have like the desire or need to learn how to cook it's kind of like that for Simmons where it's like he can get by being so good at passing defending and scoring in transition that he's never needed to add the shot he's still scoring 20 points a game with no jump shot yeah. And they're building a team around him not having a jump shot. So, like, unless your life is depending on it, which his isn't, he's like, you know, why, why am I going to try to stress about adding this whole dimension to my game, uh, all the psychological aspects of it, too, like, when I'm so good at everything else. And if you, if you look at it, most of the players that are really good, they add that layer to the game. But those are, like, the LeBrons, the Durants, the Kobe's. You get, like, maybe two or three of them every decade, right? Like th- those guys are literally, that's like they live and breathe by just getting better at what they do. And some guys just, they just can't get much better at it. I mean, Simmons can, but as we said before, like he's never needed to, like he still doesn't need to. Daryl Morey is saying, look, you don't need to get better at shooting. I'm going to bring the shooters to you, which is what he's doing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. And I, I guess once you're in that situation where everyone else on your team, team can shoot, you're not mm-hmm. going to take a shot in the game. You're just not, like, yeah, even, if exactly. you, even if you got the shot. The guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even if you know how to jump shot at that point, you're not going to take it when it matters. Yeah, it's it's like no your type sense. deal, you know. But I mean, he should get better at shooting. <laughs> I just think it's a, it's a fundamental NBA requirement, I would say. I feel like it's, you yeah, it's professionals to be the best at like everything. Like when I I, I mm-hmm. when I first found out about 3 and D guys, I was like there's a whole section of dudes that just take <clears throat> shots and go defend and take yeah shots. yeah and they're in the national league. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they like everyone plays a role, but someone <laughs> like Ben Simmons, a driving shouldn't be an entire role. Yeah. Like it's no, no. that's what I'm if thinking. He, like Ben Simmons is too big of a name to just be like, oh yeah, he can't shoot. Here's the thing, though. I think uh, about Ben Simmons in general because I'm a big Ben Simmons fan. I really think he's underrated by just mainstream media too because. A lot of what he does is like defense passing and, and just 
being a great point. Like he's elite at transition scoring. Like this things that show up in the stat board, like the scoreboard or whatever, it's not like how many like shots you defended and stuff, you know, like you don't see that, but uh, advanced metrics point that Ben Simmons is the only player in the league that is an above average defender at every single position. That means like he guards centers at an above average level, guards power forwards, small. He literally guards every position at an above average level. And he's the only player in the league that does that. That's yeah. He's an elite right, yeah. defense. I mean, like he's like the best at defense. <laughs> he led the league in steals like two years ago or something like that. Like he's really good at defense. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah, I guess defense is like one of those things I feel like a lot of like casual fans like myself probably don't really think about much. Yeah. You just see like, oh, wait, Ben Simmons is a star. Why isn't he? <laughs> Why can't he shoot? <laughs> yeah, and you're like, he gets 2.6 steals a game. Like, that's not even a lot of steals, but it's a, it's the deflections, the loose balls. We're just like, stopping yeah. people from scoring. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have that. Just as much on yeah. one side of the court as you are on the other. So Yeah, they, they don't have like a, a stat where it's like, how many times did you stop your guy from scoring? You know, like, if, it, if they showed that, I think a lot of people would look at things differently. Like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Uh, Danny Green's actually a good basketball player. <laughs> 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 he is. He is. He just had a tough playoff. He was hurt too. He had a it hurt was just that one three, hit. dude. <laughs> yeah, it was that one three that made it all look <laughs> like <laughs> shit for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go back to my uh, final prediction. So oh, uh, right. it's, it's hard that's for me right. to to choose any other team in the West besides the Lakers. Uh, so that's biased, dude. <laughs> oh my! I'm a homer. Oh my! Um, but for the East, you know, I'm gonna say the Heat are coming back to the finals. I I really like the pickup of Avery Bradley. I think Bam is only gonna get better, uh, as is Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. I, I so I think uh, I think it's gonna be a Lakers Heat rematch. Wow! And then the Heat Damn. win, right? I like that. I don't think the, the Heat will be the Lakers. <laughs> I like that. I think the East is really kind of up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all kind of teams that have been almost there, except the Heat. That's yeah. Um, but, like, they're all, like, on the cusp. It could be anybody. Mm-hmm. I think the West um, is really the only, like, kind of decided factor. Yeah. I mean, I think as a Laker fan, I'm still worried about the Clippers. Like, you have Kawhi and Paul George. Like, those are two, like, you know, yeah. superstars that, in honestly, a seven-game series, they could be anybody. So, We'll see. Yeah. I and mean, you got like the Nuggets and Jazz too. They're both like pretty good teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blazers too. And then if the Mavs, my, my Luka Doncic MVP Mavs come in the picture. Yeah, yeah. Like they took the Clippers to six last year. Yeah, that crazy Luka buzzer beater too. That was one of the funnest moments in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so MVP, I'm going to say, I, w- I really want to say Luka, uh, but like that's a safe bet. But I'm going to yeah. go with Kevin Durant. How about... <laughs> oh! <laughs> How about so we all know MVP voters love a story. So how about Kate leading his own team coming off a an injury, uh, leading the Brooklyn Nets to maybe a top two, even a top one seed in the East, um, averaging you know Kevin Durant numbers. I think it's possible that he could win MVP. See, that's why. If if that's the case, then he's gonna whoop the Heat's ass in the playoffs. It's gonna be a Nets Lakers finals, dude. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. That's not even you guys don't even consider the Nets. It's just too much uncertainty for me, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like he's not going to come back that like that fast, you know? Yeah, yeah, it seems to always take these super teams like one year where they're like underwhelming, yeah, and everyone writes them off as like ah, it didn't work, 
and the and next year they come and they're like, yeah. okay, now we yeah. get it. Yeah. But that's when they're healthy. Like, I, this is coming off of KD mm-hmm. being out for a whole yeah. year. Oh, that's yeah. true. He's straight Towards up coming Achilles. back from an injury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a bad, bad injury. Yeah. The worst injury, yeah, is Achilles. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to gauge the Nets because we haven't seen them play together. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you have the whole Kyrie situation, whether he's unhappy, what if Katie's unhappy. I see, what, what, wait, what's, what's the situation? It's just Kyrie. Uh, I mean, it's just <laughs> like that. <laughs> I didn't know there was a situation. I mean, it's just like Kyrie's like, Kyrie, you know, is known. I'm not going to say, like, he kind of causes some drama and, like, some some uh, bad locker room chemistry. But he's playing with, like, his, you know, one of his homies in Kevin Durant. And, like, you have a new coach in Steve Nash. So, like, that's a, another angle. Like, you know, yeah. it's the first oh, time ever coaching. True. First time ever coaching a, an NBA team. So, like, I don't know how that's going to work. So but, you know, his assistant, Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni. That's crazy. There's Steve Nash. Wait, Mike D'Antoni is <laughs> Steve Nash. <laughs> Steve Nash used to be coached by Mike D'Antoni. Now Mike D'Antoni is his yeah. assistant. Yeah. Dude, Mike D'Antoni is coaching that team. Like, he, he, maybe he's coaching maybe. that roster. Oh, if that's the case, they're for sure not gonna make it that far. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be checking uh, up threes, dude. So yep, also, yep. also, is it Amari on the coaching staff as well? Yeah, yeah. They're bringing the whole squad back. You can get Roger Bell in there too. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Pharaoh's your finals pick and MVP pick. Oh man, I don't think mine matters that much, but I'm gonna say <laughs> I think Lakers is a pretty safe bet. Yeah. And ooh, I think I'm gonna agree with Nathan and say the Celtics. Celtics, oh, for, yeah, baby. Yeah, for no particular reason other than the fact that I'm surprised they haven't been there in a while. You know, like they're pretty <laughs> damn good. Do you? It's to numbers. Yes, yeah, statistically, they're going to make it there sometimes. They're so. the winningest franchise, right? Yeah, <laughs> but the the funny thing is, like, the average number of teams in the league when the Celtics won all their championships Eight. is, like, Eight? like 13, it, dude. It's like, it's, it's like 13. Some of them were, like, three? Their first four or five were, like, when it was an eight-team league. Yeah. So the average number of teams per championship is like 13 or 11 or, or some low-ass number. It's like a third. All those eights bring the average okay. down. It's really funny. Dude, yeah. I know I talk about how, like, okay, the previous <laughs> years were plumbers. And <laughs> but, like, those years should not They count. don't count. They don't. Like, come on. Dude. I didn't know that. I'm sure a lot of people, like, they're like, oh, dude, the Celtics and the Lakers fighting for how many? Who has the most rings and everything? Yeah. It was back when, like, I was – Still in Vietnam or something like the that. Model, the model T just <laughs> dropped, and they bring it. Oh, Dude, uh, that's that's what Lakers and Celtics fans go back and forth with. They uh, like yeah. Lakers fans will be like, "Bro, like the when you won like five of yours, it was eight teams in the league." And then like Celtics fans will be like, "Oh, you guys, you won five of yours when you weren't even in LA." And yeah, like, yeah. Mm, ooh, I mean that's a that's a good argument. Yeah, yeah, good argument right there. <laughs> Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minis- Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, so I'm gonna write down all our predictions of MVP <clears throat> finals, and we'll see who's uh who's closest. Yo, if it's Dude, Damian, wait, what the heck we're doing that? I'm gonna spice it up. Everyone picking the Lakers. Damian, that's boring. <laughs> I'm coming back on you. I'm gonna come with poppers and shit. <laughs> Dude, if it's Damian Lillard, you have to have to see it back on. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, here I'm the guy who bet on Damian Lillard. <laughs> you should have listened to me. Uh, Ferris, do you have an MVP pick? Um. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, 
such a toughie. I'm going to go, you know, this might be a hot take, but I'm going to say Luka Doncic. Oh. <laughs> I think I think that. <laughs> I think he might love be the it. MVP. I think He's he might be the, the MVP. He's the favorite to win it. No, I know. I didn't. I said it because I know. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, a lot of people think he's, like, if he's no, good. It's like, good. I'm one of those people. Honestly, we should just go James Harden MVP. James Harden, you yeah. know? See, year. why wouldn't it be someone like James Harden? And he's still putting up stats like crazy. Like, they I don't, don't know like, why. They don't it's like nice a fat chunker, man. Because to be honest, I would want to say James Harden, but I don't want to just say something dumb just because of the name, you know? Like, oh, yeah. it's James Harden, of course. Your team has to be, like, top put... four, top five like to be an MVP voting. So the Rockets probably aren't going to be up there in the West. Oh, your team has to be top four, top four. Wait, yeah. well, I mean, hey, they wait, be the top four seed. Like, most of yeah, wait a second, so, Dev. Uh, Remember when James Harden was second in MVP and Russell Westbrook was fifth in the league? <laughs> do you remember that? Time. Wait, I, I said top why five. did James Harden win that year? I said top five. <laughs> Look, you can be top five. You can be what top is, five, dude. Oh, now it's top five. I said top five. Top five. <laughs> hey, by the way, I want to put it on record. I, I want to put on record when Russell Westbrook won the MVP, that was the lowest amount of wins ever by a team to have the MVP. So, so that was changing the criteria. And honestly, you know what, Fails, you're right. Why shouldn't James Harden win MVP? <laughs> James Harden is MVP, dude, man. <laughs> change mine to James Harden, dude. <laughs> That's my real vote. Luca was yeah, just me, me trying to conform, dude. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be hip with the basketball. I can't, I can't leave the Damian Lillard thing, but I kind of want to. Dude, no, but if you're right, bro, that's like <laughs> nah, betting. but I'm good. But I'm good. Damian Lillard, roulette, Damian Lillard. Dude. I'm going to come back on it's like Yeah, that's like you bet 0-0 zero, zero on roulette. It's like if you yeah. get it, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and betting Luka Doncic so is like betting on black. It's like, all right, 50 yeah. <laughs> yeah, James much. Harden is literally betting on number 13. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nathan, for what it's worth, I think Kari should have won that year over Russ. Um, Thanks. That that's worth something to me at least. Yeah, like Kobe, Kobe yeah. should have won over Steve Nash one of those years, but that didn't yeah, happen. I agree. Steve Nash was the MVP over Kobe. He was back to back, bro. Shout out my boy <laughs> Steve <laughs> Nash. <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> Steve uh, Nash was back to back. Back to back. Yeah. Damn. All right, All right. Steve. <laughs> Before we uh, wrap things up, you guys have any final questions, final thoughts? On the NBA basketball. Oh, uh, no, I'm really excited. I can't believe it's happening in a month, though. But this is this is. Oh great. yeah, that's super crazy. Tyler yeah. Hero starts Hero right back up. Tyler Hero's Tyler Hero. <laughs> no questions. Just comments. <laughs> oh my god, basketball. <laughs> yeah. I may just. I have some. Over. I have some concerns. The best. If you're, if we're fielding concerns, I have some. What are your concerns? I have a demand. No, I'm kidding. I, uh, we're Kevin playing basketball Durant. in a pandemic. I have a demand. <laughs> Yes. I have a demand, and it be everyone thinks that Tyler Hero is the best. <laughs> you know, I have no reason not to. I'm down. I have no allegiances to anyone. I else, appreciate so. that your 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 allegiances are am- amiable. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, it would have to be James Harden. I think James Harden is like my James Harden and LeBron, dude. I just love those guys. Simple <laughs> as that. Like it's got to be. I just. Two of the biggest guys. No, 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 no. But I love those guys. You know, I feel like (laughs) some people like those guys, but I want to see them do well in basketball or outside of basketball. You know, like I just (laughs) just want them to succeed. (laughs) You know, in strip clubs or wherever. (laughs) Wherever James Harden getting some fine ass, dude. Wherever they like to use their talents. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Um, yeah, yeah, this is going nowhere good. So. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank you guys for coming on the show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Nilu too. Appreciate her coming on for the for the chip segment. He said, oh, yeah, she was featured. Thanks, Nilu. <laughs> Remember, you can follow us on all of our social pages, DJ Sports Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Um, yeah, thanks again, guys. Um, I have to do some maybe like a mid-season basketball podcast, see what, uh, how things are shaping up. Oh, you know, you, hopefully I know a little more by then. Thanks for having me this time. I feel like out of everyone here, I don't belong here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I had fun. I had fun. You belong. Later, right. dudes. Thanks, guys. All right. Peace.